Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. How is everyone doing tonight? I hope well is how you are found. Welcome to the experience with Michael Aaron Casadis, and I'm just joining you all on a quiet Tuesday night with no real purpose in mind other than to just, you know, <coughs> visit with some friends at this time. Um, so I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Well, okay, so you probably, if you've tuned into this episode, have already noticed... Actually, let's go tune in right now. Let's go see for myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So, as I was saying, if you have tuned into my show, The Experience, you're most likely expecting a certain topic. So, we'll, we'll get straight right into it. I just thought I would be... <coughs> I just thought I would be coy about it, but I'm not, because I'm not. No, just kidding. So, um, if you're listening on Anchor, welcome to the experience. And if you are listening on YouTube, welcome to the experience. We're currently live casting. I was actually earlier on a little unsure. Um, I've been debating exactly what route to go. It seems that mostly everybody... You know, and their mother and their grandmother are just abandoning YouTube. So I was trying to decide if I should even bother uh, to continue recording on this channel and then just move over to another locale. Most likely it would be Twitch. Um, it seems that, like, that is the route to go. Of course, there are other locales that are a good route to go, but Twitch would be... Uh, the one that would be closest to home. So, anyways, um, but that 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 has nothing to do with the podcast side of things. You don't have to worry about that. Um, it's just this live streaming platform moment that I have here, you know. But anyways, it's just a bit of a quick update for the experience and the goings on of my podcast life. <laughs> Uh, since I simulcast now, and I do that with the experience as well as the C report, well, you know, I, I won't necessarily always do it for the experience. I was thinking maybe the next uh, poetry session or two would not be simulcasted, but just for the podcast, because the sound for those is so much better than what comes out in the uh, the uh, the video podcast uh and that's just because of what i'm working with right now and but for the podcast side it sounds pretty good if i do say so myself anyways so to that end i hope uh it sounds pretty good for this episode um so tonight i wanted to come to my listeners with a pointed episode meaning uh i wasn't gonna just kind of feel my way through it with some general topic but like i've kind of mentioned in some episodes uh shadow people i've kind of mentioned some of my thoughts about life after death I've kind of mentioned my thoughts on the human soul, 
uh, and some of my thoughts on different religious perspectives, you know, like, um, their afterlife, you know, paradigm, whatever it is that they might believe, you know, various religions, a lot of them have similar beliefs, just different details, stuff like that. Um, so, I don't know, uh, like, this, the, the, sh the reason why I want to talk about the shadow people is because I thought it would be an interesting subject to kind of shy away from the normal goings-on. I was like, what could we talk about? And then I thought, like, maybe, like, some sort of scary story, and I don't think I yet have the strength to... Command a live, on-the-spot, extemporaneous, fictional tale. Although, that's not to say I wouldn't try sometime. But, um, I've written some fictional horror story. Um, I have not yet written, um, a story with... Have I written a story with the shadow person? Well... I have some characters that are shadow people, but it's in a speculative fiction uh, story that I'm writing. And they're not necessarily shadow people. They are a certain breed of shadow people. And that's speculative fiction. So it's like fantasy. So I don't know that I would consider that to be the same thing as writing a story about a shadow person. Ah, well... In my short novella called A Trick of the Eyes, which is available on Amazon, and actually, before I get too far, I should do a little bit of shameless plugging for myself, because I was reminded to do so. Uh, my book, it's a novella, it's fiction, it's a short horror story available on Amazon, or you can get it at my website, The Root of Many Returns. Com. If you get it from me, I'll cover shipping. And if you want it signed, just let me know. You know, and we'll do that. And I take PayPal and Cash App. And um, if you get it from Amazon, get it from Amazon. That's fine with me. Um, if you have Prime, even better. Get a few of my books. Download some of my Kindle. Download some of my electronic books. Um, but most of all, purchase my books. Ask for them at your local library. Ask for them at your local bookstore. Order them from your local bookstore. Order them from your favorite bookstore. Tell your mom about it. Tell your sister. <coughs> Y'all know there's someone in your family that likes to read. Tell them this guy writes short horror stories. And you know, they're like, what? 60,000 words or so like it's like just long enough to be a novel you know <laughs> I was like it's got to be at least long enough to be what's considered a novel what is considered a novel I think it was like a novel by Ray Bradbury it was like this is the minimum size to be considered a novel it was a book by some famous writer I think it was Ray Bradbury anyways so in, uh, oh, shameless plugs, I apologize. 
Ghost Root of Many Returns. And then also, if you enjoy this podcast, the experience with Michael Aaron Costers, because at 35 episodes strong, I didn't imagine that I would have had 35 episodes of the experience. It's not, you know, it's a cheesy kind of title is what I thought, but it's kind of just stuck in. It's only been 35 episodes, so this podcast could fold at any minute. No, but still, the feedback, though minimal and limited, I have received is is has been very good. And... Um, anything constructive has been very helpful. So, you know, I, I cannot complain. Um, and again, this podcast and all of my endeavors and projects are, uh, listener and viewer and patron supported. So if you have a dollar or two per month, you could spare, Toss it a little my way. Go to the root of many returns dot com and and literally, literally everything that I do is listener and viewer funded. Literally. So please help lighten the load of others. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's terrible. Um I mean, the the podcast is starting to uh, take off a little bit, which is nice. Um, absolutely. I mean, if I can go back and numbers have, you know, increased, then that's a good thing, right? So uh, let's see here. Yes, it's quite, it's quite, mmm, very yum, yum, yum. I can't wait for this to... You know, let's see where this goes. But um, at the root of many returns.com, and here I tell you what, I'll make it easy for you. I'm going to put it on the screen, and then I promise we're going to get right to. I promise we're going to get right to. We are going to get right to my. Sermon on the Shadow Man. No, just kidding. It's not a sermon. It's not a sermon. It's not a sermon. I promise. So, alright. Now, okay, I apologize. Now, in the root of many returns, when you go here, just click on the word support. That's the root of many returns.com. And I have um, QR codes that you can use if you wanted to, like, do a one-time donation or maybe make a tip. Um, so I have those for PayPal and I have those for Cash App. So if you'd like to make a dollar or two donation today, um, just head over to my website, therootofmanyreturns.com. Click on support at the top menu bar, and then you can donate that way. Or, you know, my cash app is, of course, dollar sign M-A-C-X-9-9, or just PayPal. It's uh, like I think PayPal dot me slash uh 
MACX99336. That's what that would be. And that would take care of that, you know? Like, that is basically that. And I would much appreciate it. You know, it, it goes a long way. You know, combing through the news, doing the sea report, putting that together. Espresso goes a long way. You know, they have those little, like, tip me or, like, get me a coffee apps. I mean, that would work too. But, like, I, I mean, if you toss me a cash app, four bucks for an espresso. Uh, a dollar for, I don't know, whatever. I mean, thank you very much. Not, like, whatever in a negative way. I hope that didn't come across in a negative way. But it is much appreciated, and I thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so getting back to this. Okay. Where were we? We were talking about... We were talking about... The shadow people... And, uh, let's see here. The, I apologize for the dead air. The, um, the broadcast on Anchor FM, uh, I've talked about some of these things before um i never finished telling the story about my most recent run-in with a shadow person now here's the story morning glory i am not one to i believe what i believe um I'm not one to discount people's beliefs readily. I, I go I go by gut feelings alone. Um, no, I mean, there's also wisdom and experience. And, you know, there's also pragmatism and stuff like that. But uh, essentially, you know, you know what you know, you know, like, you know what you know, you know what you know. And I don't, I'm not the kind of person to deny it. Um, and especially since I, I feel that it is something that I can access or experience is not something that I take lightly. But, um... I have only had a few run-ins with shadow people. It's not something that readily occurs to me. It's not something that uh, haunts me. In fact, how often do you even hear me talk about these types of topics, really? Like, unless you're someone who's close to me, or you're someone whom I trust to know, because maybe you've shared experiences that you've had with me or something of that matter, you know, that's different. Um, but 
It's also not something that occurs to me in my daily life. It's not something that occurs to me to be engaged in because it's not something that happens. It's not something that happens all the time. You know, it's not something that uh, I would encourage all the time either as well. Let me tell you for sure. Because um, even in the place that I currently reside and she would hate to hear me talk about this place because uh, she is a listener. (laughs) But um, there are things that I have heard. And of course she knows (laughs) i've told her about some of the things that i have felt and heard in my current place of residence and um in fact my most recent run-in with a shadow person was in this place of residence but i don't think it i I don't want to say it necessarily had anything to do with this place of residence, but when I consider some of the things that she's told me, there is a slight possibility that the shadow person I encountered may have been the same one that she has also encountered. Slight possibility. And this one was angry very 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 angry very 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 angry like i can't tell you enough how angry this shadow person was he was irate he was livid he was frustrated he was ill intended ill-willed and I'll never forget it. Um, and I, I don't know, I don't know what prompted it to be that way, but I kind of think it's because it, it was intent on doing something that it was prevented from completing. And when that happened, it threw a fit. And basically when that happens what that is is it just i awoke i awoke i realized what was going on i felt its presence i felt it i removed it from me and it got pissed off like extremely pissed off and I mean, it's weird because it could have been more than one, but it could have been the same thing, but more than one. I mean, obviously these, whatever these entities are, that's what they are. Um, So this one I know was definitely a shadow person um, because I went through the whole sleep paralysis experience. And what I will do is I will tell you my three experiences with, shadow people i've only had three that are memorable um i i might have had another one 
where it it was like I felt it and I, I it was a struggle but I never actually saw a shadow person but it was like a sleep paralysis episode I've had maybe in addition to these episodes with the shadow people maybe three other three or four other sleep paralysis episodes where I didn't experience a shadow person just the sleep paralysis no no real presence of another person, just like the presence of like the the lack of being able to breathe, the lack of, of being able to move, and then you know feeling like you're awake but asleep, but without the presence of an individual. Like because the key thing with the other shadow people, um, sleep paralysis incidents is that you sense the presence of another person in your space or in your room or on you and that is where the shadow person comes into play so anyways so with hmm where do we go from here um oh yeah the experience with this most recent shadow person so i was uh ill at that time <clears throat> my body was in a very very ill state of existence um i don't know how my spirit or emotions were i know i was tired i know i felt like i was staving off death and i just wanted to rest and that's that night I think I may oh I took I took a sleeping tab I'm not gonna tell you what I took it was a non-prescription over-the-counter all-natural sleeping aid it was uh, very potent, I guess. I knocked out pretty quick already because I was already going to knock out anyways. Like, I was exhausted. And I remember laying in my bed. And I, I, I want to say I did have some lights on in the room, like dim lights. Uh, they might have been Christmas lights or... They might have been black lights, but I remember, or like maybe colored lights, dim color, but I, I or string of lights, but, um, I just remember, I don't, I don't remember if I was shaken awake or if I was having a dream and I shook awake, but I just slowly recall dreaming or feeling one or the other that I was being strangled or suppressed around my neck and so you see this honestly this honestly this this was the third time the last most previous time that I have had an experience with a shadow person that I felt their hands around my neck um in any experience I've ever had with the shadow person I've never actually felt them like on me I mean no 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 like felt their hands I've I felt them on me um the first time I felt them on me um and we'll I'll tell you about that one in a little bit but this 
this third one, I literally felt in my dream and or in my waking dream and or in my reality. I don't know. <coughs> Whatever that is, if you've experienced sleep paralysis and something like this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And then it gets to the point to where your eyes are fluttering and then you're really wondering if you're dreaming or if you're really experiencing it. You know what I mean? You're like, oh my God. And so then like you're seeing your room or like I'm seeing my room, you know, like whatever, like and and I'm seeing my bed and I'm not seeing anyone on me, but I'm feeling it. And and but then like, you know, I'm like also going out of it and back into the darkness, you know, of sleep. And feeling this and and then I'm hearing something when I slip into the darkness I'm hearing like a growl like and I'm hearing like a, an angry ooh, uh, 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 like uh, you know and and I hear foot footfalls um, the footfalls are very distinct they are they are at um they're at a cadence of someone who is running or not if they're not running say if you're in an enclosed space and you're not running but you're like you are stomping around quick like you're not running but you're slapping your feet to the ground quick up and down um and the uh sound that i'm getting um when you think about sound uh perception like there's a there's a there's a dip in the volume of the footfalls so it it sounds at one point that it's further distant and below so it sounds like and i i uh i am currently on you know a second floor so um i'm hearing it running around my space and downstairs and upstairs and downstairs and you know and, and growling and angry and then coming to and feeling you know something choking me like the, I'm able to be this descriptive because it was the most recent experience that I had had it sounds like something that you could hear from a horror story but that was the experience and I'm not going to be shy about talking about it, I guess. I mean, it sounds crazy, I guess I know, but um, let's, let's continue. Let me finish the story. So with this third shadow person that I experienced, I'm, I'm hearing these noises in my dreams or subconscious or, you know, waking dreams or consciousness. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know? I don't know because none of us know. We can't really talk. We can't really know. We just know what we're talking about, you know? And then also, um, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm being choked. So eventually I, I awaken, I forced myself out of it and, and when I do, I remember I, I had to try and the only way that I could break away from the feeling of someone choking me was to push myself free and like, um, like, like lift my arms from the bed because they were like dead, like super glued to the bed. And like, I felt like no matter what I did, I could not move them from the bed. Like, I tried to lift them. My shoulders were so weak. My muscles were so limp. 
like I and 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 like I couldn't do anything about it until finally I was like Ugh! and like I didn't I didn't scream out or anything but it was kind of like a mental thing and that's when I heard in my subconscious subconscious conscience because I don't know because you know you know if you're going if you've had these experiences you know you're kind of in out of it and you know you're 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 not really sure if you're dreaming or if you're not really sure if you're awake until you know you're finally you're finally awake when you know you're awake but like at this point you're still in that kind of dreaming kind of awake kind of dreaming kind of awake and that's when I heard uh, a, a a loud, loud, almost almost screaming growl, like pissed, like it was very very angry, very angry, and I felt like I knew it was because I had broken free and like I was able to breathe, like I remember gasping. Um, I would, the, the feeling of the throat being, you know, strangled was no longer, um, happening and it went away where whatever it was, whatever it was doing or whatever it wanted to do, it went away. Um, anyways, so that was the third most, and I had my, um, ideas about why that happened or what that was I don't know for sure I know it was I don't know I don't know I couldn't tell you what it looked like a hundred percent because I just know it was on me when it was on me and it was around when it was around but I never saw a shadow person per se but I felt it I knew it was there when it was on me I knew it was a shadow person I knew it was a shadow person um the experience with Michael Aaron Kosteris is listener supported if you enjoy this podcast please consider making a small monthly donation to support future episodes. You can contribute directly at anchor.fm slash the X podcast. Click on the support button and enter your card information for a secure donation. Choose your monthly donation, 99 cents to nine ninety nine a month. Every bit helps. Again, Visit anchor.fm slash the X podcast spelled the T H E X podcast E X P O D C A S T and tell them Michael sent you. The first time I'm going to jump to the first time because the second time is, is, second time was the second time kind of this one i'll just say in the second one we never made contact okay but in the first one uh, i remember the sleep paralysis and this was when i was young i was uh probably 13 14 15 somewhere in that realm and um 
it was before I was 18, I'm sure. Um, and, and of course, sometime in that time period, there was other, like I said, experiences of sleep paralysis minus the, uh, the shadow man experience. Um, the first time I just remember, uh, laying in bed, uh, having my head turned I believe towards the left and not being able to move my neck or head not being able to move my torso my arms my hands my fingers I could move um barely being able to breathe but feeling like I needed to move in order to breathe and feeling like my face was stuck and feeling a deep pressure on my chest um, and feeling that 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 feeling of being awake not awake feeling awake not awake feeling awake not awake and seeing but not feeling or seeing like a shadow presence um, it, that time I remember feeling it in the room and seeing it at the foot of the bed and then feeling it on me and uh, on my chest when I was between being awake and being asleep and stuff like that. Um, I think that time again, it was just breaking free was what was the only way that, you know, um, we were able, it, I guess it just, I, I guess it just goes away when you, you break, wake up and break free, like you, pfft, like you have to, you literally, you literally have to struggle free and then it like goes away and you just go back to sleep and that's basically it like but the second time was different because um the second time that i experienced it it was a sleep paralysis episode i didn't feel the pressure on me but i did feel the pressure not to move and i felt the presence in the room um from the corner of my eye to the peripheral at the foot of my bed i could see a shadow person a shadow figure in the room um and it was troublesome for me because i felt like i was awake but i was asleep but i was awake and i couldn't move and i could see it and it was like a tall dark shadow um they're always masculine generally speaking and at this point in my life, I had already been doing spiritual exercises and stuff like that. So, um, when I was asleep and dreaming and it was, you know, starting to feed, I guess is the best way I could describe what it does. Um, I... When, when you start to become, when you start to feel the waking dream part where your conscience in your dream or in your subconscious and you're aware of what's going on, but you are still asleep, um, that like I started to energize myself. And so it's a form of protection that I have learned. Um, I don't, 
it's 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 through visualization and through light work of that form um i i don't i mean i'm not going to describe it here and now but what all i can say about it is that when i have used it and i did use it with the third one as well um Well, what happened with this one is um, I was in my bed and I was experiencing the sleep paralysis and I was cognizant of a presence, its presence in the room at the foot of my bed. Um, I was still asleep because my eyes were closed, but I was cognizant. I could, I, I don't know if my eyes were open or if I could see it, but I could see it. And... I don't believe it was aware of me. Um, whenever I had utilized the tools that I used, um, when I was ready uh, to snap out of the paralysis, um, I, I sat up out of my bed, like I sprang up out of my bed, like the undertaker used to do the wrestler, like you just sit up like, poof. <laughs> like I did that. And I, I reached out to the foot of my bed where the shadow person was in my mind's eye or my eye, whatever it was where I had seen the spirit. I reached out and I was supercharged lightning white fire of energy and it i saw it jump back and and it turned like i saw its head turn it jumped back and it took off like it was gone like it was gone like and that was more than 10 years ago and I honestly feel like I never really dealt with shadow people again after that because of the fact that I surprised the hell out of that one. I don't know. I guess he told his friends not to come and miss with me. The one that had been here last that I recently experienced, I think it was probably one of the worst kind of vultures or... Like I said, it might be one that has been in this space before, or I don't know. I'm going to have to compare notes with the uh, those who share this space, but we'll see what happens. Um, but those are my three experiences with shadow people, um, per se. Like, I have heard of, uh, I haven't really seen, like... I've heard uh, things, but not crazy, like voices and stuff. Um, at one of the places I used to live, someone said that they felt like there was blood there and maybe a child and maybe a lady. Um, the lady, I said, might have been the woman who lived there prior to myself living at that apartment, but... I never felt any type of negative presence while I was there. I never felt like blood or anything, but um, I, I I do know that I got the apartment at a really good deal. So I don't know. And let me think what else. Um, 
Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Casadis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares. Other than that shadow person that um, I had recently experienced, the only other thing I would say is there might be this spirit of a child. Mm. Um, Probably in proximity to where where I'm staying. Uh, Again, not to freak out the homeowner, but well, there you are. Um, but anyways, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I think that, what else did I, there was something else that we were going to talk about on this episode. Let me see. Oh, it just says spirits and residual energy. I mean, you know, it's like, what is a shadow person? I don't know. Like why, why is it, 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 it always seems to be a negative type of energy, you know, um, I had some articles out actually that, believe it or not, that we could look at, like, this comes, they're just like random articles that I pulled up from like the, uh, internet explanations for the shadow people phenomenon, you know, like stuff like that. Um, see, I don't, I don't really have things like this. Um, they have this example, you're reading, sitting comfortably on your sofa in the dim light when some movement across the room catches your attention. It seems dark and shadowy, but there's nothing there. You return to your reading, and a moment later, there it is again. You look up quickly this time and see the fleeting but distinctly human shape of the shadow pass quickly over the far wall and disappear. Uh, there was a movie that I saw also... Um, about shadow people, but, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it it has, uh, comparisons, like, shadow people aren't ghosts. Ghosts are usually, like, you know, like, uh, a vision, you know, like, uh, where shadow people are, like, dark masses. Um, it it says if they're demons or other spirit entities, dark countenance and malevolent feelings are often reported in association with these creatures that have led some researchers to speculate that they may be demonic in nature. And I know some people have told me some of the experiences they've had. And even the, the one I told you indeed itself, you know, like, um, those alone are, you know, good examples of that exact statement astral bodies one theory suggests that shadow people are the shadows or essences of people who are having out-of-body experiences that would be interesting you know because i i honestly okay since this is on here i will say i honestly felt that in regard to the third 
shadow person that I experienced. I felt like it was an out-of-body astral person. Like, someone is in their astral body, like, trying to kill me. <laughs> That's what I felt. I'm not lying. That's just what my gut told me. And you can take that wherever you want. According to Jerry Gross, an author, lecturer, and teacher of astral travel, we all travel out of the body when we are asleep. Perhaps this theory says we are seeing the ephemeral astral bodies of these twilight travelers. That's pretty interesting. Uh, this is time travelers. I wouldn't probably, I'm not even going to look at that. Interdimensional beings. I mean, what are interdimensional beings versus ghosts versus demons versus spirits versus shadow people, right? It says even mainstream science is fairly convinced that there are dimensions other than the three we inhabit. And if these other dimensions exist, who or what, if anything, inhabits them? Some theorists say that these dimensions exist parallel and very close to our own although invisible to us, and if there are inhabitants in these other dimensions, it is possible that they have found a way to intrude on our dimension and become at least partially visible. If so, they could very well appear as shadows. It has long been held by physics and other sensitives that being beings on other planes of existence are different vibrations. Science is being uh, beginning to look at reality on a quantum level in the same way, that particles of the smallest size exist as vibrations. Perhaps some theorize the vibrations of our existence are beginning to mesh with those of another dimension, which accounts for the increase in such phenomenon as ghosts, shadow people, and possibly aliens. Ooh. Liveabout.com. You can live. Ooh. Excuse me, I'm living for liveabout.com. Live. Well, that's interesting, I guess. Um, there was this one other article I had seen. And if it's, yes, it says four types of shadow people. So I guess they're saying that there's four types of these people. I don't know. Shadow people are a pariah to our darkest fears. Okay. Um okay i mean i don't know if they're using that context in the best of you know means because after all pariah would denote that like it's not just like they're like uh removed and hated they're like uh you know looked down upon uh, i think shadow people would be more like the uh i don't know like the I don't know, ultimate terror of our darkest fears or something. I don't know. Anyways, anyone can imagine waking in the middle of the night only to see their sleepy haze, a shape standing in the dark doorway in the room. I mean, okay, anyways, this is that's kind of pararational. You're being stupid. Uh, look at basic definitions of shadow people. A shape that is generally male in appearance. They are aware of us and react to our observing them. The typical shadow person is tall, ranging from about six to seven. Very often they seem to be wrapped in a cloak or large old-fashioned cloak. Hats are not uncommon. Their appearance has depth to it, unlike shadow casts on the wall. Those are flat. Quite typically they have no visible eyes, but some will have glowing red eyes. Shadow people are rarely reported to have spoken or tried to communicate. 
physical objects seem to matter to them and they can walk through walls, can have a demonic shape and demeanor. Um, yep, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, that's the first time I had encountered one that was like, uh, angry like that. Um, although every time that I did have sleep paralysis with and without the shadow person present, I always had a sense of dread and fear and terror. Um, that's generally what those entities invoked, or I don't know, maybe, maybe like in this last one, I was in a spot of, of ill, of ill health and, uh, the energy around me was maybe low enough for such a thing to latch on and feed until I broke it off. Um, anyway, so that's what I felt with that. Uh, this one has some other dangerous and aggressive shadow people. Let's see what it says about that. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that some shadow people fitting the classic description are in fact malevolent. This is why I think all shadow entities should be treated with high level of caution. Even if a shadow person is not initially hostile, it may just be a ploy. Considering that we are dealing with entities, entities that may have a much different perception of time than we do, they're very capable of waiting for humans to break down or have a weak moment, giving them an opportunity to act on us. And see, I think that is something that I think might have possibly been going on with this last, uh, um, with this last, uh, experience that I had and that maybe it had thought I was weak enough to do that. And that's why it was so pissed off because it didn't quite get the um, meal that it was hoping for. Shadow figures as omens. I don't know about that. Haunting shadow figures. Interesting. Yeah, I don't normally devil, devil, dabble into the paranormal. But, you know, shadow people and the shadow person phenomenon is an interesting phenomenon. And I've actually had some experience with it. So... That's the only reason why I care to talk about it and, you know, kind of uh, give you guys a little something else to think about on, um, I'm going to say on a Wednesday uh, or Thursday because it's already, uh, it's already, it's already early morning on a Wednesday night. Uh, meaning maybe uh, maybe you'll be having some spooky eggs and ham for breakfast and uh, some uh, ghostly cereal um, or, or some donuts. Um, I would love some donuts. Go to the store and get some donuts and make me some bacon and egg tacos. And we'll see you in the morning. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyways, all right. Okay. So, well, I guess we'll go ahead and leave it there, guys. We're about to hit an hour anyways. Um, it was a fun night hanging out with you guys, talking about this topic with you. We'll soon return to normal conversations, I'm sure, but, um, we'll see. You never know. Uh, I was going to do something else tonight, actually. Tonight, actually, I was going to just, like, throw the gauntlet down on you guys with, um, some, uh, new stories in regards to, like, uh, 
and child sex trafficking and human trafficking and stuff because that is another horror and scary terror tale. Um, that it's not it's not a joke. It's it's actually real and um, it's it's something that people are not cognizant of or it's not they don't care to think about it, but it's just. It's something that's so hard to think about. People don't really think that it exists. People don't think that people are capable of committing such heinous, heinous acts and and heinous crimes against other human beings that um, it's not on their radar. So I was just going to start to put it there into the radar stream. I was going to I was going to plug it into, you know, the ether field out there. I was going to plug it into the. Um, you know, the collective conscience for all of y'all to hear about it, but not tonight. Tonight we talked about the shadow people, um, and I kind of gave you some tips on how to protect yourself from them if you were paying attention. But anyways, I will talk to you guys later, and I hope until then that you have a great evening. Don't forget that I love you all. I haven't said that in a minute, but it's not because I don't love you. It's just because I haven't said it in a minute, Um, but I'm saying it now. I love every, each, and one of you, and thank you again for listening to the experience with Michael Aaron Casadis. Check out my websites, check out my YouTubes, like, share, subscribe, tell everyone you love me, because I love you. Have a good night, y'all. Take care. Bye-bye.